Good morning, everyone. It's still dark outside at 7 o'clock. Just another sign of the times. Temperatures still hovering in the upper 40s to low 50s here in the Manchester area. Open enrollment for the thousands of Granite Staters who will select an individual health insurance plan through healthcare.gov or directly from an insurance company has begun. In making that announcement, Governor Christopher Sununu said residents who will be purchasing a plan need to be aware that rates have gone up on average by 52 percent due to the failure, he says, to reform Obamacare and the rising cost of medical and uh, uh, rising medical and pharmaceutical costs. The governor did say that those receiving taxpayer subsidies through the program likely won't see much of a difference in what they pay because the feds will pick up the cost spike. Everybody else, however, is out of luck. The open enrollment period for 2018 is shorter than it has been in past years, running from November 1st through December 15th. Governor wants people to be aware of that. The New Hampshire Insurance Department has information and resources for people who are shopping for a plan or who have a pro- uh, or have problems with their coverage. We've got the links and the phone numbers you'll need. And just in case you're wondering why I ran this story, it's so my colleagues on the Manchester Board of School Committee, who both take taxpayer pay, uh, taxpayer provided health insurance benefits from the school district and support Obamacare. No, it's time to get off the school district's dime so that money can be spent on the kids. And since we've mentioned the board, I guess we should tell you that its members produced something of a surprise. Kind of. The board actually voted to release the investigative report clearing at-large committee member Rich Gerard of the bogus charges that he violated state wiretapping and right-to-know laws by recording a non-public meeting he was asked to clerk. For those who don't know, clerking means you record who said and did what and when they said it or did it. Gerard said he did nothing wrong in admitting he recorded the meeting. But nonetheless, the board approved Ward 11 committee woman Kate DeRozier's demand that he be investigated, saying she had a reasonably good idea that he violated state wiretapping statutes, even though she knew why Gerard had recorded the meeting at the time she complained. Voting to block the report's release, where school board members Sarah Ambrosi of Ward 1, Leslie Want of Ward 4, Dan Bergeron of Ward 6, Erica Connors of Ward 8, DeRozier, Constance Van Houten of Ward 12, and at-large member Nancy Tessier. All seven voted to block the release of the investigative report, finding Tessier violated several board policies, charter provisions, and state laws in leaking confidential personnel information from the September 11th non-public session. DeRozier's falsely accused Gerard of wiretapping. Voting to release the report were Mayor Ted Gatsis, Deborah Langton of Ward 2, Mary George's of Ward 3, Lisa Freeman of Ward 5, Ross Terrio of Ward 7, Vice Chairman Arthur Beaudry of Ward 9, and John Avard of Ward 10. Presented with a tie vote by the clerk, Gerard decided to vote in favor of releasing the report, citing his belief that because it involved the conduct of an elected official and did not disclose any confidential information, it should be made available to the public. Gerard had demanded the release of the document vindicating his actions upon receiving it from the district's attorney. Failing to get a response, he asked Mayor Ted Gatsis to poll the board on the question of releasing the report, we've uploaded, uh, which we've uploaded with this newsread at trotatlarge.com. News from Rome Backyard continues after this.
Hi, I'm John Manellis, owner of AutoCare Plus. Join me every Friday morning at 7.40 for AutoCare Corner, where we'll take your calls and chat about everything you need to know about your car. Only on Gerard at Large. Manchester Police Chief Nick Willard is reporting that crime continues to decline in the, in the Queen City. In an announcement made yesterday, Willard said that serious crimes were down 7% year-to-date, continuing a downward trend that saw crime rates tumble by 22% in 2016. Willard also said that violent crime was down by 9% so far this year, bucking, a nas- a bucking national numbers showing that violent crime rates have risen by almost 4%. Last year, violent crime ticked up by 2% in the Queen City. Willard credited the police department's continued use of predictive policing software that determines, based on historic crime statistics, where and when crime is likely to uh, occur. Eversource says it restored power to more than 265,000 customers in 48 hours and and expects its power restoration efforts will be substantially complete sometime tomorrow morning. Eversource said the work's being done by 900 line workers and 400 tree workers from several states and Canada. Oh, that's Canada, for those of you who didn't understand the lingo. As of midday yesterday, the state's largest utility said there were fewer than 40,000 of its customers without power. Customers are being provided town-by-town restoration estimates on the company's website and through social media channels, which we've linked to from this newsread at TorontoLarge.com. Following a tour of storm-damaged areas in Carroll Carroll and Grafton counties, Governor Christopher Sununu issued a statement claiming he was inspired by the resiliency of the state's people. He said he was, quote, encouraged by Granite Stater's strength, determination, and compassion as they work to rebuild their homes, repair their roads, and support their neighbors. The governor said that as of 11 yesterday morning, there were still 190 road closures, eight open warming centers, and three open shelters statewide. The Goffstown Police Department has announced it will be enforcing the town's winter parking ban from 2 to 5 a.m. starting at midnight on November 15th. The parking ban will remain in effect until April 15th per town ordinance. Yep, it's that time of year again. Anyway, those in violation of the ordinance will receive a no parking summons to court. Trick or treat for the town of Derry has been rescheduled to Friday night, November 3rd from 6 to 7.30. Happy Halloween, everyone. That's news from our own backyard. Gerard at Large, hour two. Yeah, two. We just finished one. Want to do it again? No? It's next.